You're watching the Jail Ministry Podcast. The J-A-I-L, or Jesus Acts and Inmates' Lives Ministry, is Christ-centered and provides programs focused on the prevention and intervention for the incarcerated. Jail Ministry also provides support to offenders, criminal justice professionals, victims, and their families. Thank you for your continued financial assistance. For more information, visit jailmen.org. Now here's today's lesson. Everyone, uh, welcome back, and we're going to be talking about the scripture today. Talking about be not deceived, take heed that no man deceive you. So, if you would just go with me to a word of prayer, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day that you have made. Lord, we love you, we appreciate you, Jesus. So many wanted to see a day such as this, Lord. But you have afforded us the opportunity. And here we are, Lord. We come gathered in your name, Jesus, to lift you up, O oh God. Lord, to read your holy scriptures, that the word of God may go on the inside of our hearts, Jesus. That we can ponder your words there. And that we can meditate on your words. And we know, Father, that your words will keep us in perfect peace. I pray that our hearts will be open today. I pray that our minds will be receptive to what you have to say to us through your scriptures, Jesus. Lord, if there's any that are sick that are watching this, I pray right now that the stripes of Jesus would be administered to their life. If there's any that are going through dire straits, any situations in their lives, any chaos, things that they can't figure out or don't understand, Lord, I pray your grace and your mercy and your truth that it would rest, rule, and abide with them, Jesus. Help them to get through whatever they're going through in their lives, oh God. Lord Jesus, I pray that you would anoint your words, Jesus. Lord, that exactly what you want to say to us today, that it would be said. For I read in the scriptures that you said that your word, it would go out and it would not return on you to you void. But it would accomplish that that you intended for it to do. And I pray that that is the case today. Bless us all. Cover us under the blood. Wash us of all of our wrongdoings, all of our sins, Jesus. We love you. We thank you. We give your name all the praise and all the glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray this day. Amen. So I want to talk to you, as I said earlier. Take heed that no man deceive you. You know, in this day and time that we're living in, it is so much deception going on. And not just on the news, but we, of course we do know that the news is definitely full of deception. And you know, to be deceived, it means that when you are deceived, you have believed something that's not true. And not just believed it, but the deceivers, they have motives behind the deception. And we know even in the book of Genesis how that Eve was deceived. She was beguiled by the serpent. And as we go on throughout time, and especially in these particular latter times that we're living in, you can see that things are not like they used to be. So we're going to go to the scriptures and find out what the Lord have to say about it. Because on this Christian walk and on this journey with the Lord that we're learning who he is and our very purpose in this life that we must fulfill for our calling, the calling that the Lord have on our life, it was without repentance. We did not repent to get it. We were born with it. And as we come to the knowledge of why we're actually here, 
that we can fulfill that call. The Lord teaches us every day what it is that he wants us to do. So let's go to the scriptures and we'll find out exactly where we are in this particular day and time. And I will assure you, there's nothing new under the sun. Even Ecclesiastics tell us that. So if you have your Bibles, let's go to the first book of the gospel. That's the first book in the New Testament. And that's the book of Matthew. And let's go to Matthew, the 24th chapter. And it's talking about the signs of the times, or as some say, the time, the signs of the times. And we know in these times that we're living in that the Lord knew that this day would come. And he knew that where we would be. But nevertheless, it does not matter where we are, what we're doing. Our trust and confidence still must be in Jesus Christ. Here's our Lord and here's our Savior. So Matthew, the 24th chapter. I think I'm going to start about, let's just start the first verse. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple and his disciples came to him for to show him the building of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, see ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, there should not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately saying, tell us. When shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And people want to know, you know, you have probably heard as I myself that Jesus is coming. I've heard it all my life, but he is coming. He most definitely is. And if he don't come in our lifetime, he may come for us before that coming. So the Bible said, no man know the day or the hour. So he is coming one way or another. But the disciples were talking to him, saying, Lord, what is the end of the world and what is the sign of thy coming? And so this is what Jesus told him. Fourth verse. He answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. So let's stop right there for a minute. The disciples, they wanted to know, Lord, when are you coming back? You probably want to know too. Jesus, when are you going to bust those eastern skies open, Lord? When are you coming back? And the scriptures tell us that no man know the day or the hour. And thank God we don't because we wait right up to the day and the hour to get ready. But the Lord don't want us to wait on the day of the hour. He don't even want us to focus on it. He wants us to focus on right now, how we're living right now. And as you look around in your own life, look at your own environment, look outside the doors where you are and look at the world. It is so much deception. You know, people are calling good evil and evil good. You know, there used to be closet doors, but ain't, ain't no more closet doors. Ain't no more closets. Everything is out in the open. Everything. Sin, the, the scriptures tell us that. The transgressors. Well, who's the transgressors? Those that doing wrong willfully. They, they plan it. They, they think it out. This one going to do today. The transgressors, maybe they have once known the scriptures, you know, grew up somewhere in church or knowing something about Jesus, but they did not choose that path. They did not choose Jesus as a Lord and Savior. So the Lord is telling us all this stuff that's going on. Don't you let no man deceive you. And usually deception, it comes through some man, whether it's a woman or whether it's a man. It comes through them. And people are smooth talkers nowadays. Man, they can take the scriptures and they can twist the scriptures left and right. And they can come up with a little something, something and throw it out there at you. And you'll drink that Kool-Aid. But I tell you, no matter what anybody tell you, 
even this very day, what I'm telling you, you better search the scriptures, find where it is written. Because also in the book of Matthew, as you read on over, the Bible said that the devil, he came to Jesus, even when he was in the wilderness and he told him, he knew he was on a fast. He knew he was seeking the Lord for his ministry because he came in the flesh as a man. And Satan came to Jesus and said, if you be the son of God, why does the, these slicky boys with all this old smooth talking, why does deceivers always come with questions? Why don't they answer your question with a question? Why can they just not be straightforward and forthcoming and just be honest? Because the Bible say that the thief cometh not but to kill, steal, and destroy. Satan was a liar from the beginning. He lied to Eve. And chances are somewhere in our life, if you think about it, he's lied to us. And we believe that lie. But when we come to the knowledge of the truth, see, Jesus Christ, he came with grace and truth. We want grace. Grace is like time out in the ball game. Everybody's losing. Okay, time out. Let's go to the side. Let's regroup. Let's get our strategy straight. Then we go back in the ball game. We win. That's what grace is like. Time out. And we love grace. We need a timeout. We need to hit that do-over button again in our life. But we don't want to accept the truth. See, Jesus Christ came with grace and truth. We accept the grace. But the truth is, the scriptures right here, we must find where it is written. It is so very important to read your Bible. You say, well, Miss Millie, I want to get to know who God is. Well, the Bible says in John 1 and 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. You want to know God? Read this Bible right here. This Bible right here, this is God, this Word. Take this Bible right here and get to know who Jesus is. Take this Bible right here and embrace it. Embrace this Word. Put some of them books aside you've been reading and get your head in this book right here. Get your face in it and be able to talk to the Lord and you'll find out who he is. you find out why he loves us. you find out his plan for salvation. you find out that in everything that you go through, even in the greatest deception, there is an escape route. And Jesus is that escape. So Jesus was telling him, he said, right up front, they want to know, Lord, when the world going to end? People probably want to know that right now. But I tell you, I'm focused on my world and not just this big world. But we are reaching out to the world. But I'm working out my own salvation. And I encourage you to work out yours too. So Jesus immediately told them right up front. He said, take heed. Be aware. Pay attention. Don't just get your head out the sand. Pay attention as to what's going on. Be very much aware. It's so much stuff out there that calls people to derail. It's so much stuff that's placed on the man Jesus and not the whole spiritual aspect of it. Why do we put so much emphasis on the person? It don't matter what I look like, what you look like. It does not matter. What matters is the soul of man. That soul that's spiritual, that's eternal, that's on the inside. Because whether we know it or not, one day, by and by, this old body is going to go back to the ground. This old dust is going to go back to the dust. But that man on the inside, that real us, that soul, that when God breathed into Adam and he become a living soul, and that eternal being that's on the inside, the Lord wants to inhabit that. 
He wants to live in us so he can talk to us. So the Holy Ghost, the spirit of God on the inside of you, when somebody come with a lie, something on the inside, you said, don't believe that. Go and search the scriptures. When the devil came to Jesus, he said, turn these stones to bread. Jesus is saying it is written. Man should not live by bread alone. See, the, the devil always focuses on the natural part. But the Lord, he said, he told Satan, it's written in the scriptures. See, the scriptures cannot be broken. As much as the Lord loves us, he's not going to go back on his word, whether we keep it or not. It behooves us too, but if we don't, woe unto us. Take heed. And they said, well, Lord, when you come in, this world is, is just in chaos. Look around. The world is in chaos. And people want to know, say, well, 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 what's going on? Well, this world is coming to an end. It absolutely is. It's Chances are it's going to come to an abrupt end. But the Lord did not focus on the world coming to an end. He didn't focus on when he's coming back. He said, you take heed. This is what I need you to do. I need you to open your eyes. I need you to pay attention on what's going on around you. I need you to pay attention to what you allow to go in your ears. When it goes in your ears, you hear it. Then it goes in your heart and from your heart it enters your spirit and then it take roots and it begin to grow. So take heed what you've been hearing. Is it the word of God or is it the word of a man? Is it something, some philosophy? Are they focusing on just the man, period? See, I told you it don't matter what we look like. It really, we look like what we look like. And that's not even important. Our name is not even important. See, the name of Jesus, not my name, not your name, but the name of Jesus. When the angel Gabriel appeared unto Mary and he told her, he said, you're going to bring forth a son. And she said, how can these things be? He said, See that I know not a man. And he told her that the, the power of the most high is going to overshadow you. It's going to enter your womb and the spirit of God. It's going to wrap around your human DNA. You're going to bring forth a God child, a God baby. God's going to be inside that baby, reconciling the world to himself because we need reconciling. We need a reconciliation. We're so far off base. Do you remember when you used to say, yes, sir? No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Are we still doing that? Remember, we used to sit around the table and before we even touched the food, we would, we would pray over the food. Say, Lord, bless this food. Bless the cup. Let it be nourishment for our body. Before we would hit the highway and get in the vehicle, go anywhere, we stop and say a little moment of prayer. And then when we get to our destination, we say, oh, thank you, Jesus, that you brought me there. But see, the gratefulness that we should have for the Lord is not there. The world, we've got so far off base. We've got so far off course. If you look, there's so much deception going on in the land. I'm telling from the White House to the church house and to your house and your cousin, house, whoever house, there's so much deception that's going on. And Jesus said, don't you focus on when I'm coming, what you focus on, don't you be deceived. So when I do come, you know you can go with me because there ain't no deception going to enter into heaven. Ain't no lies are going to be there. Said, so take heed. Take heed to yourself. Pay attention. Wake up. Pay attention. Check yourself. We, we know we hear about this woke generation, this woke culture. So, you know, you can walk around all day long with your eyes wide shut. And you, can, you receive anything, anything anybody come tell you. <clears throat> they come tell you, well, Jesus had a wife. Well, show me in the scriptures. I don't want to hear what you got to say. Show me. Show me where it's written. Take heed that no man deceive you. And with deception, somebody is advantaging it from it. For many shall come in my name. Many. Many shall come in my name saying, I am Christ. And shall deceive many. That's why we need Christ on the inside. It's like if you have children, when your children come, 
come, come to you. Your children are your voice. They know who you are. If they brought one of their friends over there and the friend tried to perpetrate like I'm your child, well, you know that's not true. You know your children. Jesus know his children. He, we know, know his voice. And she said, another we would not follow. So the Lord has said, many going to come. And you look around, you're like, how do we get so far off base? You know, it's just like there's on the street that where my church is, there's five churches on that street and everybody's still living like the devil and everybody's saying, I love God, I love God, but they still throwing it back and pouring it out. There ain't going to be no alcoholics in heaven. The Lord is saying, come to me. All this stuff that we're dealing with, we've got to get rid of it so we can leave it here on planted earth. If we think we're going to be cussing in heaven, you already deceived. If we think we're going to heaven with a wife and a girlfriend, you already deceived. If you think you're going to steal a horse and ride it to heaven, you already deceived. It's a holy place and we serve a holy God. He's a righteous God. He don't want no nonsense. None of these shenanigans that we have, we have allowed ourselves to be deceived with. Let's keep on reading. And Matthew, and even over in the book of Luke, he's telling us. So listen, Six verse. You should hear wars. Romans are wars. We hear about it. We know that the nations are against nations and nation. See that, that you don't be troubled over this. For all these things, listen, all these things must come to pass. And the end is not yet. There's a whole lot of things that are going on right now. That they must come to pass. There's certain amount of circumstances, certain amount of things that are written in the scriptures that it must be fulfilled before Jesus can come on the scene. Before those eastern skies can be bust open, there's certain amount of things that must come to pass. And he said that you're going to hear about wars and rumors of war. You're going to hear about nations against nations. You're going to hear about people, everybody saying they, they God. Everybody saying that, that I love Jesus, but ain't nobody living the life. See, if your life don't fess up to what your mouth is saying, you're just running your mouth. But if, we, if that conversation, we put it out there that we love Jesus, then we got to put some legs on the conversation. Not only can you talk the talk, you got to walk the walk because people are looking at us how we walk, not what comes out of our mouth. So it's so much stuff that coming out of people's mouth that they're deceiving people. They're deceiving Christians. That's why we got to know who Jesus is. You got to know the Lord Jesus Christ for your own self. You cannot have a, a daddy calling mama sent salvation. You've got to know the Lord for yourself. You got to know his voice. You got to know which direction to go, which direction not to go. You got to know which car to get into and which car not to get into. You got to know who to marry and who not to marry. You got to know who to give your heart to because you can give your heart to the wrong person and get completely deceived. And you say, well, I thought this and I thought that. And then it don't pan out. Well, check it out up front compared to the scriptures. Listen, all this stuff is going on. It's happening right now, right now. It is. Listen, kingdom against kingdom. Famines, pestilence, earthquakes, and divers places. And listen right here what it said, verse 8. All these are the beginning of sorrows. So we look around, we know what's going on right now. So many people are leaving this earth in groves daily, city to city, state to state. They're leaving this country, they're leaving this world by the handfuls every day. All ages. It does not matter. There's no discriminatory factor there. The, the people that are dying. Oh, where do their soul reside? So why are we worried about when he coming? The, the 
not the worry, but not even the concern. But if you know that you know that you know that you know him, you're not concerned about when he coming. You just want to be found doing his will. You want to be found in Jesus. I want to be hid under his wings, don't you? I don't want to be deceived by all this nonsense. I don't want to live my whole life thinking I'm saved. And then when I stand before him, he said, I don't know you. But right now, while we're on planet Earth, while we have an opportunity to get to know him, we got to know the God of the scriptures. Not the God that the preacher preach about unless the preacher is preaching the scriptures. And even the very things that are coming out of my mouth. You say, okay, Miss Millie, sound good. Probably look good on paper. Well, here's what I'm telling you. The things that are coming out of my mouth, you take them right to the scripture. I just gave you Matthew 24th chapter. We started the first verse all the way over to the eighth verse. You read it for yourself. You say, well, I have a different Bible. Read it for yourself. And when you read, pray before you read. Say, Lord, I, I'm reading these words and they have to be more than just words. The Bible said that the just regular words, they, they're carnal, man, and they're dead letters. You see all these letters in this book? Look here. Look at all them letters. That's dead. They're dead. But the Spirit of God make them life. The Spirit of God will make these scriptures jump off and talk to you. The Spirit of God said, you know you wrong. You know you wouldn't raise like that. Why are you doing that? Why you can't talk to the Lord sometime you talk to everybody else? Why you can't take your situations to the Lord? Why are you stressing out at night? Take heed. No man deceive you. Take heed. Write this down. Job, the 14th chapter, first verse. And I'm just reading it to you. You don't have to turn there. Just write it down. Job. And we know that Job went through a whole lot of things in his life. You say, well, what happened to Job? The Bible said Job was an upright man. He eschewed evil. He didn't, try to, he didn't have no dirty mind and think about crazy nonsense things that some people do. But Job loved the Lord. But one thing about Job, he ain't never been tried. See, when we, we say we're Christians, the Lord going to try us and let us know, is we really a Christian or we just talking that talk? Because a lot of people do. And salvation is not about a Sunday. It's not about any days of the week. It's every day, all day long, everything you do. And do you know that the angels, they're taking real good notes? accurate notes and those same things that we say that we do that we hurt people we're offending our words if you gave somebody a piece of your mind you need to go back and get your mind back because if you gave them a piece of your mind you're missing some of your mind to have a whole mind you got to go back and get that thing right you got to go back and say I didn't mean to say what I said nor the way I said it I'm sorry if you stole a man's chickens you got to go back and let him know it was me to stole the chickens you got to take them back We've got to make amends. We've got to get our lives straight. Job 14 and 1. Man that's born of a woman. That's all of us. Born of a woman. We came through this earth the legal way. We came through the birth canal. So they's talking to us. Man that's born of a woman is of, listen, just a few days. A few days on this earth and look, and full of trouble. This earth is full of trouble. See, we were born in sin, shaped in iniquity. It was already here before we got here. Our, our Four, 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 forefathers all the way down to Adam, the first man, Adam. But the second man, Adam, he came to give us a chance. So, and Job 7 and 1, listen. Is there not an appointed time to man upon the earth? See, we all have an appointed time and we don't know, we don't know when our time is. Or not his days, also like the days of a hireling. You know, hireling, they just want to get paid. They do their work, pay me right now. So the, there is a payday coming. But, but. What are we doing? Are we working toward it? So, be not deceived. So, let's turn over to the book of Luke. So, this is another chapter. Um, 
another book of the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That's the Gospels. Luke 21. So look right here. And that's how Peter said it. Um, Matthew said it over in the book of Matthew. But they're saying the same thing because they all walk with him. So Luke 21, start the fifth verse. And listen. And as some spake of the temple, how it was adorned with goodly stones and gifts, he said, as for these stones which ye behold, the days will come in which there shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. See, there's things in our life that we may try to hide. They're going to be thrown down. Somewhere the dirt is coming from underneath the rug. Somewhere the, the things are done in the dark is going to come to light. So let's go ahead and let the Lord shine the light in our darkness right now. See, the darkness, they don't comprehend the light. See, when the Lord shine the light on, on, our, on our deeds, and our deeds are evil, when we know that we're doing wrong, we can say, Lord, yeah, you got me. You got me there. You got me, Jesus. But Lord, and even the scripture said, all have sinned and come short of the glory. But just because you come short, you don't have to stay short. Now, you can get it right. So he is saying that, all these stones are going to be thrown down. Verse 7. And they asked him, said, Master, when shall these things be? What sign will be when these things shall come to pass? And he said, look, we told him the same thing in Matthew. He told him in Luke, take heed. You take heed. That's a directive. That's a command. Take heed to yourself. Wake yourself up. Stop letting everybody just put things in your ear saying it's God. Everything that happened in church ain't God. Let's flesh. If, the, if you have the spirit of God, the, the word and the spirit agrees. If you're sitting there right now, you're a Christian. You receive the, the spirit of God on the inside. Then the words that I'm saying, you may not understand them. You may not altogether know where they are, even though I'm giving you scripture. But something inside you say, Miss Miller, you're telling the truth. But just because I'm telling the truth and I am, you go search it out for yourself. And as you search it out, the Lord will begin to talk to you. He'll, he'll bring stuff to your mind that you forgot from yesteryears. That maybe we need to go fix. So, listen to what he said. Take heed, verse 8, that you be not deceived. It is so important that we're not deceived because we can think we're going right. We could be going wrong. It's like directions. We, we go, we stop, we get directions, and the GPS fails us. We get direction for somebody. We can go in, going in the wrong directions at 100 miles per hour. You can be going in the wrong direction, be completely deceived, and not even really know it. That's why you've got to know the Lord for yourself. You've got to receive him. You've got to have a want to. You say, well, I hear you talking, Miss Millie, and I'm not all together. I, I'm a Christian, but I'm not a practicing Christian. I've heard that before. <laughs> well, if you're not practicing, what you doing? Playing? So, if we can stop the playing and start practicing, saying, Lord, I don't really know how to be a Christian. I heard Miss Millie say, I must be born again. And Jesus told Nicodemus over in the, the third chapter of John, you must, it's not optional. You must, that's your entry to heaven. You must be born again. Well, Lord, I don't know how to be born again. Romans 10 and 8, all the way down through 10 and 9 and read up this. You ain't got to go to heaven. You ain't got to go down yonder place. You, you don't have, it don't matter if you're Greek or Jew, but the word of faith, it's not you. It's near you. It's in your mouth. You believe a chair can hold you when you sit in it, it don't break. You believe the bed when you lie down and you know this bed, it, it got me. So if you can believe that natural things got you, you can believe that Jesus got you. If you believe in your heart right now, confess with your mouth right now that Jesus Christ, that he's a son of God. God sent his only begotten son into the world, not to condemn the world. He does not condemn us. He does not. He's right there with us. Not to condemn the world, 
but that through him we might be saved. Because see, deception is a powerful thing. And one thing about it is a lot of people, they don't know they're deceived. They've drunk the Kool-Aid. They believe the lie over in Galatians 1 and 8. It said that if an angel from heaven come all the way from heaven to Texas and preach anything, tell you anything other than what's written in the scriptures, the Bible said, let the angel be accursed. Let a curse be upon him. So if anybody come tell you any other thing that it's not in the scriptures, let them be a curse. Because if you believe that lie, that same lie can damn you to hell. You can believe a lie all the way up to judgment all your life. Believe that lie and you stand before Jesus Christ. And you find out the truth. I'll tell you right now. Heaven is eternal and so is hell. Heaven has no non-believers, neither does hell. Everybody that went to heaven are believers and people that end up in hell. They are believers because they know ain't no getting out. There's no escape. But Jesus Christ, his escape route, he do not want us to be deceived. He want us to read this Bible. So when somebody tell us something, ask them, well, what's the scripture supporting that? I heard a lady, she said, Miss Miller, would you pray for me? My girlfriend, we, I said, well, I sure will. If you show me the supporting scripture that supports it, then I will pray. Because it does not matter what I think or what I feel about anything in this life. It does not matter. I am not the Savior. I am not the judge. Jesus Christ, he is our Savior. He is our Savior. But on the other side of glory, that same Savior is going to be our judge. It's the same saying. So all of our life. So take heed. Let no man deceive you. No man. And stop listening to all these philosophies. And all people doing is, is talking knowledge. Get to the spirit of it. Get the knowledge. Jesus said he'll tell you about himself. Talk to him. So I pray that this word has helped you. We didn't really get to go into a whole lot of scripture. I'll tell you this. Jesus Christ came preaching repent. And there's so much that we need to get right in our life. Some of it we've forgotten about. Some of it we don't even think about. But if you have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, talk to him. He's your friend. He loves you. And I pray that what we have talked about today, I pray that these words have been spirit in life to you. Go back over those scriptures. Go back over them. So let's just pray as we close out. Lord, I thank you for your word, how you have blessed Jesus. Lord, I pray that your word has touched and helped someone that's listening. Lord, we love you. We thank you, Jesus. We could go on and on. Because, Lord, if I had a thousand tongues, I couldn't thank you enough. I'm so grateful. I love you, Jesus, with everything that's within me. And I pray, Lord, that all of us, the listeners, the viewers, and whoever, that we will learn to love you, Jesus, even as the scriptures say. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father. Be blessed, brothers and sisters. Don't be deceived. Check it out for yourself. Don't let no smooth-talking person come to you tell you Jesus down the street. You better find out. Don't you go down there. Listen, search the scriptures for the Bible said in them. You think you have eternal life. God bless you until next time. I love you.